This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Ready. I've been ready. Okay. What was the first thing on the list? (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know if you noticed, but like last week I was like out a lot. (laughs) Um, And you may ask why what I did in my time out so much. Yeah. Um, Because I actually live in New York City now. Oh, Um, wow. Yeah. Where'd you live before? Uh, I lived in Florida. I used to live in Florida. Yeah, I live in New York City now. Okay, okay. And last week, um, you know how I'm like an entrepreneur, like I'm like a, <laughs> right. I'm like a, I'm like a, you know, like a very like self-sufficient, like I'm a CEO. Hold on, I'm getting there. You know, like I'm very, you know, uh, business-minded, yes. business-oriented. Right? Yes. Uh, last week was New York City Tech Week. Um, you've probably never heard of. By it. By the way, I've never heard of that, <laughs> and I'm a New York native. Um, and and so you know there were a bunch of like networking events, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was invited to them, obviously, right? Because you know I am the co-founder. Were of, you invited of a to company. them, or did you beg them to go? <laughs> no, no, I didn't beg. They begged me to go. Oh, okay, okay. Um, because I'm actually a co-founder. Okay, of I'm what? A co-founder. So you didn't know. So like to apply to like go to these events, you have to say you know your name, uh, your email, right? And uh, and the name of your company, uh-huh. right? So I'm actually a co-founder okay. of Difficult Dish. Okay. Have you heard of Difficult Dish? I've heard of Difficult, Difficult Dish. Difficult Dish is actually the number one South Asian lifestyle podcast on all streaming platforms. Wow. Hosting by, hosted by myself and my co-host, Mahua Khan. That's me. So okay. when I was so when I went to like this one event at night, um, you know, on like my little thing, um, I wrote I wrote Mashnoon and then I wrote um in parentheses the pronunciation Mosh as in Mosh Pit Noon as in twelve o'clock. Mosh <laughs> okay, noon. but you want to tell them how like you refuse to take that off? Like we were out and about. It was like the next. No, week. yeah, because I always have people coming up to me like, "Oh my god, like you're like you're you're like the guy." Like, Who asked you that? <laughs> Who asked you that? You're the writer. You're you're the poet. Um. And I'm like, yeah, my name is Mashu, and they always never know. How, so I wrote it for them. Okay. Anyways, I go to this event, and the guy, the guy who's like checking the tickets, he like looks at my at my name tag, and he's like, oh, what's the name of your company? And I was like, this is my chance. Yeah. <laughs> so I told him the name of my company is Difficult Dish. Wow. What was and your pitch? Had, what was your huh? like elevator pitch? No, I didn't need no pitch. He was like, he was like, oh my god, that's that's such a nice a nice name. Mm-hmm. He was lying. He didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but he let me in. And then the whole night I was pitching Difficult Dish. I was pitching, you know, my podcast that you're listening to right now on um, YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah, guys, if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple, whatever you usually listen on, guys, it yeah. is time we're yeah. finally on youtube we are ready to be a video podcast i know you guys have been waiting yeah i hope we don't get like 
10 views on this, 12 views on this. We Imagine. might. And if we do, that's okay. That's okay. That's you gotta okay. start have from them somewhere. We have them from her. Yeah. And my mom and her mom. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. Mom. If you're watching this, hi, mom. I love you. This is season three. Season three of Difficult Dish. Welcome back to Difficult Dish, a podcast about South Asian narratives. Wow, wow it's been a it's been while so since we've it's done so that, long. bro. It's been so long. So, like, so like what's your name? Oh, my name is Mosh Noon. Mosh as in Mosh Pinun and Tokak. Mosh Noon. <laughs> my name is Mahua. Yeah. Mo as in Momo. Hua as in who. Uh, uh, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, like, so where, where have you been? Like, I haven't seen you in so long. Like, I haven't, like, the uh, last time I saw you was the last episode of the podcast. That's not true. <laughs> you know, we were we were hyping up our 100th episode event. Right. It's been so long since I've seen no, you. No, it's so crazy. So, so where, where have we been? We hyped up our 100th episode event so much for months. And then we just, like, <laughs> stopped. <laughs> After that, we're like, no more hype for the podcast ever again. <laughs> but we've been we've been booked and busy yeah we've been so busy yeah what have you been doing uh not much <laughs> <laughs> yeah i highly recommend you guys like watch the youtube video <laughs> if you're listening i mean obviously listening you can tell like our energy but watching yeah. the video is completely different are you excited to do video are you i'm excited? excited yeah why are you excited to do video like what's the difference between doing difficult dish on video and just the last hundred episodes have been audio well it's different because like we used to do it through zoom like long yeah, distance facts. and like that's completely different mic wise audio wise and also the energy is like different when you're doing it through zoom it feels like you're in class you know i didn't feel like i was talking to someone you know but when you're actually genuinely having a conversation with someone and they're mm. in front of you it like softens the air a little bit more makes it makes Soften it feel a little bit more like lighthearted and fun yeah and more like connection you know yeah you 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 do you think we uh we perform better when we're like in person yeah a little um, bit too much Oh yeah. Okay. But where have you been the past where few months? Where have I been since August of? Yeah, so it was my birthday. I turned twenty-five. Um, did you have a good birthday this year? I did. She took me on like the best birthday day of my life. We went. We went to a chess club. <laughs> we went to uh, the park. We went to takes. the bookstore, and we went to a comedy show. Yeah. What else can a guy ask for? I got you some favorite. You have your favorite books. I my also, favorite book. I recently got him like. Uh, a customized like stamp yeah, yeah tell him about that tell no about no that. you tell him about that because so so i've i've gone into this in a previous episode but i've been a very avid reader um over the last few months big reader big reader guy big if you guys reader. don't know i wrote a book uh before i wrote the book i had never read anything in my life i had never read any poetry i hated reading i right. couldn't read i'm a slow reader i used to always get me oh i'm so sorry i'm so sorry that would have been better all right I would have, I would used to be a really slow reader. I used to get made fun of all the time in school for being so slow. You know, when like the teacher would be like, oh, Mushroom, you read next. Right. I would read the next. Like, Did you do the thing where so like slow. you would like predict which one your line would be like way <laughs> yeah, ahead? I hope it was. <laughs> oh, no, I would never. Oh, okay. That. I would practice like beforehand and then I would never focus no, on the last one. No, I would never be paying attention and then the teacher would call me and then I would just start like reading a random line and like look around and just like hope that like I'm reading the right line. Right. And I rarely was. But anyways. Um, big reader. Mm. So she got me a little, a personalized stamp. That's a stamp and I could stamp my book. And the stamp says, um, uh, uh belonging to the, to the, the library of Masha Manir. That's, that's me. you. That's me. That's so he stamped every single so book great, he has in his great collection. Great gift. Great birthday. Uh, 
yeah, we had our 100th episode event. It was great. Yeah. It was a great time. We loved it. We loved we it. We had a lot of people that came from all across the world. We had people come from... Not across the world, <laughs> the co- across the country. Uh, we had a lot of people there. It was so much fun. Yeah. Um, we have a lot was, of international, like, Bangladeshi supporters, which is yeah, amazing. It was so much work. Um, yeah, because if you guys didn't again, know, we literally planned the whole event. We didn't get anyone to, like, help us. We didn't hire any, like, event planners. Yeah. We found the sponsors. We found all of like the the vendors yeah, we sold the tickets ourselves like we did everything yeah. ourselves and this event wasn't to like make money it wasn't to make profit it was genuinely to like meet you guys and celebrate our 100th episode but at the end of it we were just so done. tired and burnt out I was done like for. the reason that we celebrate our birthdays in august and why we didn't want to was because we were just so like swamped with this event and just everything else that we were doing um so but it was stressful it, it was very it. worth it but yeah. so worth it, it but that's why time. we took such a long break yeah after that i um i had to go back to florida for a little bit and i was in florida for a month and then i just came back up here like three <laughs> weeks ago and it took us so long because doing a video podcast is lo- is a lot <laughs> there's mm. a lot that goes into it yeah um you know we don't have any external help it's just us figuring this stuff out i don't um, know if you want to tell them but i'm i'm just gonna tell them um about the camera story or i'm gonna tell them the camera story okay. and then i'll tell them the mic story <laughs> just to make you feel better <laughs> so we got some stories for y'all um i mean i'll make it short the camera that you're watching the sun we had another camera before that right the camera broke the story goes um you know a young man was just trying to get his video podcast running what's was the young to man's name no, it was a, it's a, like an old story. Like, it's like a, <laughs> <laughs> and he was just trying, he was like trying to get like his listeners, like, right. you know, like they miss him. Like, they mm-hmm. really, so he was trying to like, he was just like ri- really like rushing things. Right. And then like, uh, something fell. The camera fell before we were able to use it at all. Like not even a single time, but it didn't fall from high. It fell literally. No, like it fell foot. from here. <laughs> like, it literally it right fell here. like a foot. It fell from here. It fell. I I, I dropped and it. And this is an expensive camera. Look, we got the best for you guys, and it broke immediately. And we're like, what the hell? I was so shook. Uh, that's yeah. never happened to me in my entire we were life. Very I've upset. never broken anything. I I doubt that's true, but. And so we had to return that, and we had to get another one. Yeah. Um. We did get the money back. Yeah. And then. And then what? <laughs> like we were ready we were ready we had stuff no but also it took us a while to design our podcast cover because we are changing all that as well i drew everything designed everything we are just very particular with what we want our new season to be like as we should be because you know we just want to be the best for you guys so we were just very like perfectionist with that and obviously like the first few weeks after event we we had to take a break like it was too Mm. much we could not think creatively anymore we were like just juiced out we just needed to like relax also he went back home and after that like a month after we were like okay now we have to get back into it and like actually plan and plan the next episode and stuff i mean the next season and stuff yeah um but anyway the podcast cover took a long time getting all the materials is a very big money investment as well yeah. we had to figure that out you know what was a big money investment what the microphones yeah so <laughs> i was trying to you know no it's not okay talk about can, that. no we got a story we got another story we got another story i mean technically like it still could be lost but anyway 
So we got these really nice microphones, right? Not these. These mics are actually also good, but we assumed that his mic was broken. So that's why we ha- we wanted to get like better high quality ones, you know? Mm-hmm. So we ordered them. They were very expensive. We got them like right around the time he broke the camera. We were just like testing it out, right? We were testing out like how to record and edit and all of that. And then we had like a lot of boxes that were coming in, just like boxes for the, like Amazon for the podcast, like gifts and things like that. And so my apartment was getting like very messy, you know, and I was like throwing out a lot of stuff in between this and that. And then one day we're about to record practicing and we're trying to find the mics. Right. And I'm not a mess. Like, I'm not a messy person. I am very organized. I know where I put my stuff. Like, I only have specific areas for specific things. Like, I know it. It's either in the closet or on the shelf. So he was like, "Okay, where the the mic's at? And I was like, oh, it's right here. And it wasn't there. So then I started looking everywhere i literally looked like places that it's not supposed to be in anyway and then i was like starting to gaslight myself i was like no like it has to be here okay long story short i couldn't find them right (laughs) i started getting like anxiety poop like you know when you get like anxiety like diarrhea like i was getting so anxious yeah yeah i know i was like please stop looking at me please stop like judging me i have to like take this out right okay yeah we ended up not finding it yeah but you know the the end of the day like no what do you think happened to them though so i'm thinking we threw them out by accident (laughs) but i don't (laughs) know how that's possible because like those were heavy mics like those were mics that you can't really just like hold on to because they're that heavy so i'm thinking like how do we drag that out and throw it out without realizing how heavy it was that's true anyway that anyways we're here look look we're here we're here uh we're on youtube uh subscribe to our youtube channel um like this video um tell us what you think do you like us do we look okay you want to give them like a fit breakdown like what you got on today yeah i'm wearing my outfit you know my vest that i designed labyrinth.com <laughs> you know it's a new collection called shopno collection oh wow we're having a restock soon yeah, we are. because it's basically sold out so i'm yeah. really excited for you guys to have that what are you wearing yeah, today facts. Um, I got on like this this little shit on. Are we cursing on this? Yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no? yeah. Why not? We're grown. Right? Yeah. Uh, I got on like this Braves joint. You know, like Atlanta, like my second home, like my third home for real. Third. Uh, <laughs> it's like my fourth. <laughs> it's like, it's like, like my, my seventh home. home. <laughs> <laughs> like, but you know, like I really, like I really, like I really rep ATL. Like I yeah, really you love do. ATL. You know. Yeah. Uh, nice trees, nice yeah. forest. The trees are very tall. I really like it. Like, yeah. I like driving through like. The little like wind like the winded. We just asked for your outfit. That was it. (laughs) (laughs) We just asked for your outfit. The trees are so high. A big tree guy. A big like tree climber. Like tree hugger. Um, yeah. So. But if you do interact with this video (laughs) and you do like and subscribe, I know a lot of you guys couldn't make it to our event, and you have been wanting more meetups and events like that for South Asian people. You know, maybe that will make us want to have another event and expedite that whole yeah, process probably not but like, we can see <laughs> anyways y'all like the set this is the set uh probably temporary you know we might like switch it up in a little bit we got this nice you know bada boom you know y'all can't really see but this this looks good right we got the coffee on hand one two three you got three of them this one's mine <laughs> this one's mine this one's hers that i made her we got yeah. three of them this is the background this uh all, you know her paintings so we're, we're getting it done you know so um you want to you wanna like start for real? What are we talking about? What are we talking about today? Before we talk, like talk, talk, I, s- I just want to bring up something that like really piqued my interest recently. Yeah. Um, if y'all didn't know, I like chess. Um, I'm a great chess player. Uh-huh. I'm really good. Um, my ELO is like 1100 on chess.com. 
What does that mean? A lot of y'all can't reach that. It's I high. don't know what that means. It's high. What is that? Like your high score? No, it's like my ranking. Okay. It's like, you know, like the more, the better you are, the higher it goes. Okay. It doesn't go past 1100. Okay, okay. Like it's, it's the top. Yeah. Um, And I've been trying to find like formidable opponents to like play chess with. What was that? Formidable? Formidable. Like, okay. like able to compete with me. Okay, okay. Uh, There aren't a lot in the world that's like less than 10 <laughs> or something. Shut up. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. I came across this chess club on instagram and it's just called chess club right but they 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 do chess really cool like mm-hmm. it's, it's founded by like this brown guy i would love to get him on, you should actually. go tomorrow actually it is tomorrow how'd you know he said wednesdays but you remembered yeah wow <laughs> that's why i brought it up because i wanted to go tomorrow yeah and i wanted to play tomorrow so shout out to chess club if y'all um ever want to see me on a wednesday night follow chess club on instagram um and and that's where you'll find me if any of y'all are nice at chess honestly please hit me up i really need some competition i love that you explore this like passion hobby of yours like, yeah as an adult of course i feel like a lot of people kind of just forget about their not nah, man not passions. me not me yeah i'm glad that you do that but anyway um closing thoughts like how you uh you you just did your first runway too oh wow you just walked the runway i was there if y'all seen the clips i recorded that Tell us about your little runway. Not little, sorry, sorry. Your big <laughs> runway because it, was, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. Yeah, it was a runway for one of my friends. Her name is Nasreen. She has a brand called Mixed by Nasreen. And she was having a little fashion show. Well, not Lil. She was having a fashion show yeah, for her brand. Words matter. And her manufacturer is actually the same as mine. We um, like collaborated before on just like ideas when I did not know how to expand and like do anything. So that's why I hold her very like close to my heart because like she did not gatekeep. She actually helped me with all of the information and she is like a true friend and woman that wants you to win. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to do this for her and also like get out of my comfort zone and walk my first runway. You know, yeah. it's kind of crazy. It was in Brooklyn. We had like rehearsals for walking the runway. They gave me like heeled boots to wear beforehand. Yeah, they look fly. Um, I wore a jumpsuit that she designed. And there was like over 200 people there. It was wild. There were a lot of people there. Yeah. I, I felt, came early. I felt, yeah, he came way too early. I felt like a little self-conscious because I was like, damn, there's so many people here. And also, you know, when there's like, you get stage fright. So I was like pretty confident, but then I started walking too fast because I was like, I'm not a model. Like there's so many people here, you know, you have to kind of get like accustomed to it. It's like mm-hmm. exposure therapy. Um, so I walked a little bit too fast, but I was like, you know, I still did it. And I'm still like, it was still like a nice shock to have for your body. You yeah. Know? You like push yourself as a risk. Yeah. How'd so you feel? Cool. How'd you feel afterward? Like when you got like back in the room? It's a high, bro. Yeah. It's like literally when I walked it, I felt like I blacked <coughs> out. Like I walked so fast because I wasn't aware of my senses and I was yeah. kind of just like trying to finish. But I was also like, damn, this is what singers and like musicians and people on stage like actors feel because they constantly are in front of all these people and they just kind of like have this adrenaline rush and then after they're kind of done and that's why there's so many there's so many people on drugs and stuff (laughs) (laughs) no it's true though it's true like i think about i think about the first time i did spoken word poetry uh i was in 10th grade i was well like 14 or 15 Mm. and i did it on stage in like my performing arts theater in front of like the whole uh performing arts center was like completely full i think like four or five hundred people yeah i'm like a little boy just there like alone with like a mic and like the whole time 
I had rehearsed my poem a bunch of times, so like I had it completely memorized. And I remember when I got on stage, like I completely blacked out, and like I don't, you just like let your body take over, and you just like have faith that like you're going to say or do whatever correctly. Yeah, I remember like I did it perfectly, but I remember afterward I was like, I was like, well, like what just happened? Yeah, you know, like and it's cool. Like I, I, re- I think a lot of people, um, a lot of people hate being on stage, um, whether it's like being on a runway or like performing or something. I personally love it. Yeah, I love being on. Some stage. people are born for it. Like I you. love being on stage because, like, I think I think it depends on like, like what you're on stage for. Like, I like being on stage when it comes to uh me speaking about something or me performing yeah. like poetry because it gives me like it it it's like visual proof that people are listening and people are like paying attention mm-hmm. to you and like there's like nothing else for them to focus on. And I think as like an artist or like specifically as a writer, like that's kind of what you want most. You know, on on one end, I think writers write for themselves, and writers write for the consumer and for like their community and stuff. Yeah. And I think um, I I love that feeling. I love like performing and like seeing people's reactions like mm-hmm. after and like them coming up to you and saying that like you did so good or like whatever and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Such a nice I love it feeling. Yeah. I agree. Mm. So what what has been happening like <clears throat> in the recent times that you've been very like in tune with? Yeah, man. I mean, um, I, I'm a, it's funny because like growing up, my parents were like really big news consumers. CNN. CNN. NTV. NTV. The Bangla News. Literally nowadays, I I have the the Bangla like network, all the TV network packages. Like I pay for it for my mother just so she can continue watching them. My mom still has like Bangla newspapers from like 2002. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what just for the memes. Oh, just for the memory. Right. Oh, what happened to st- Okay, I got you. She never looks at it though. No, but never. For it's comfort. The aesthetic. Yes. Your mom's a hipster. She is. <laughs> um <laughs> So I be so I used to make fun of them all the time for like watching the news and stuff. I was like, well, why do you care about what's going on in the world? Right. Uh fast forward, I watch the news all the time. Not right. the news news, I'm just on Twitter all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's not news, bro. No, but like I I don't mind. But you wake up and read like news too. Yeah, yeah, like on like the the actual news, like the Apple News yeah. app and shit. Like I I be doing that too. And like when I'm on Twitter, I'm not consuming like I'm not consuming you know like Billy Bob twenty four oh oh nines like tweets. I'm like <laughs> you know going on like. Why are you coming <laughs> at Billy Bob? Cause they be tweeting some nonsense. They're like I feel like when people think about like consuming media from Twitter, they immediately think that they're just consuming from like some some Billy Joe Bob. And I'm like, not me. Like I'm like you know like yeah, you got to fact check. Um, so I like to stay up to date with like what's going on in the world, and um, obviously the biggest thing going on right now is the genocide that is going on in Gaza in Palestine for the Palestinian people. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know if you remember, like, it was, it's probably been, like, two, no, like, almost two weeks, uh, don't quote me on the exact date, o- October 7th or something, from the Hamas attack, I think it was a Saturday morning, and I think I woke up early that morning, and I was just going on the news or whatever, like, just any other day, and I saw everything going on, and, like, when I saw it going on, I was like, man, like, this is, I, like, I, and I'm just, like, an average consumer, but, like, I was, in my head, I was like, man, this is going to be bad. Like, this is going to be, like, bad as in, like, this is going to escalate into, like, something, like, really big. Um, because, uh, just for some background, um, I don't think I've ever disclosed this, but I've, I have worked for a Jewish company for a while. Um, 
my job role specifically was helping out a lot of people. I mean, honestly, something that I didn't realize was that a lot of companies and a lot of like institutions are owned by Israeli people. I I didn't know that, especially living in New York. You would think that a lot of people are liberals. You would think that a lot of people are like open minded because they care about gender rights and they care about, you know, like same sex marriage and things like that. We do have a lot of like liberals living here. But since there are so many like jewish israeli people living here and so many people control the hospitals and the schools and institutions and companies you a lot of people are on that side mm-hmm. and a, and a lot of people work for israeli people like even what you were saying about yeah. kanye west being in like the music industry yeah and being c- controlled by like all these jewish people yeah and like you don't even think about it because like the actual jewish population is so small like, yeah there are not a lot of jewish people but jewish people just stick together and they run together and like they stay Real tight knit in their community, and they get to the top of like a lot of these different industries. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, when you know, obviously, this is probably like the biggest thing in our news today, and it's uh, it's created a lot of like division in a lot of people. I think maybe not on our side of social media because a lot of the people that we're following are Muslim, our Arab background, our Desi background, and a lot of our people um support the side of palestine and the which side is so sad that it feels like only brown and muslim people are supporting this and <clears throat> are like so vocal about it when it should be more of like the majority i feel like obviously it has grown I mean, over, over time it has weeks, yeah, yeah but in the beginning it wasn't in the beginning it was like so all. half half and like it didn't feel like we had any support you know and, and it I, always is i think it was it was interesting for it it was interesting for me specifically because at work, um, everybody back the, the Jewish side and not even be because like they were Jewish or like whatever. It was just because like there was no understanding or awareness of like what's going on on the other side. It, like there there was no other side to because this. it was just Western like Western media. Yeah. And um, it's just one side. So like what are your thoughts about um, like obviously like what's going on but also just like what you've seen like people sharing on social media and just on like traditional media and how like different people are like interpreting and seeing like what's going on over there hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price priceline yeah, I mean, gratefully, I'm happy that my side of social media seems very right. And I say right because at this point, you can't really be neutral in a situation like this. So I'm grateful that I haven't seen people like sharing too much about like, you know, the other side. But it's still upsetting when I do see like someone that is neutral in a situation like this, because again, it is very much a genocide right now. And we've seen so much content that is featuring just like the attacks on Israel or like how they are in this whole situation. And I feel like Western media and CNN and BBC and things like that are just showcasing one side and making it seem like, you know, Palestinians are the terrorists, whereas just Hamas are the ones that are inflicting like these hatred 
crimes, you know, and that doesn't define the entirety of those people. And these people are the ones suffering for it, right? And yeah. um, so a journalist that I've been following, his name is Motaz Aziza, and he has been, like, blowing up. He has, like, 7 million followers or something now. But he's been just, like, on the grounds. He's a journalist. He's been showcasing everything that's been happening in Palestine. And it's gruesome, you know? And, like, I posted on my stories, and people are like, oh, my God, put a trigger warning, which I get because, like, it's very gruesome. People are dying. There's blood. There's, like, violence in it. But at the end of the day, it's like we're just seeing it on a screen, you know, like why would I put a trigger warning when this is the reality for so many people? And yeah, the I least agree. I can do is just like share it. Yeah. And it's like I get it. A lot of people are very like queasy with things like that. But that's the reality. Like this is yeah. the life for people, you know. So like I think nowadays I know I felt like very burnt out and distressed like during the pandemic and like Black Lives Matter movement because I was months and years um at the peak of it because all you can really do is like donate and share on your story and protest and that seems like very little because it's like oh it doesn't feel like i'm doing that much there are people you know dying there are people that are getting hate crimed every single day what am i doing at the luxury of my own home and just like sharing you know what really is that doing and i feel like a lot of people are feeling that right now because it's just like how can I just go about like my regular life while people are experiencing this? But at the end of the day, I think what you do do is actually helpful. And a lot of people think that this is like performative activism. And that is basically like you just posting about it, but you're not giving a shit about anything that's happening. You're just posting it to like give off an aesthetic or a vibe that you care when really you don't. And obviously there are people that are like that, especially in the day and age of social media. But I think how how you go about doing more and doing more than just like performatively like acting is what really matters. Like you don't have to be rich to donate. You don't even have to donate if you can't. But the fact that you are showcasing what's happening and just putting more pressure and calling your local politicians or your congress people like whatever it is putting more pressure on this situation is what matters you know and then sometimes like i feel like it's not helpful to be sharing but that's what these people that are experiencing this genocide who don't have access to the internet or you know their silence because their um their side is not being pushed out into the media anyway that's what they want us to do you know and that's like the least that we can do so it does feel very like you know lonely when you are doing this so much and very disheartening because you can't do more you know but it all has an impact at the end of the day you know and even boycotting i know a lot of people have been boycotting brands like um starbucks Starbucks. walt disney and things like that and they're like oh my god i'm just one person how is me boycotting this brand gonna help with a big corporation like this because at the end of the day they're still putting their money towards israel or like whatever it Mm -hmm. is But really, it does help because if you did look at the stock value of some of these companies, a lot of them went down. And I'm on the side of TikTok where it's not just one person boycotting these companies. There's like thousands and thousands of people boycotting these companies. And it's actually making a difference. And it's actually like you talking, like you actually putting where your value matters. It's not just you posting stories, which is also important, but you actually like putting in work to do your side of you know your side of the activism and i think a lot of the time like you have like you never know um like you posting it 
may be like someone's like own like one and only opportunity to like see what's going on. I think what's going on in Palestine has thankfully gotten so big that I hope literally everybody in the world knows what's going on. Right. But I can I think of like so many times where I've seen some shit. Like I remember there was um there was a, a police shooting that happened in downtown Orlando, like right in front of this bar that I used to like be around that area all the time. And one person shared it and I saw it and I did like a deep dive into everything that was going on. I saw how big it was getting in Orlando, but I only saw one person share it, I guess from my end, my end of like who I was following. And um, it turned into like a whole big deal in like the city of Orlando. There were like a bunch of protests that were going on like around the city council. And like, I think that the guy is like on trial right now. It's like the police officer that like, shot an innocent man like he's on trial to go to jail right now so i'm like really thankful that that one person shared it and like i always think about that and that's one example like there's like um the whole like displacement and uh with what's going on in sudan right now like there's a there's a whole thing that's going on right there and i think like one or two people shared that and i was completely aware of it, aware of it. so you just never know like you sharing something like it might you might be the one person that like someone just like needed to see it. like i know i have a good amount of like white american and like jewish like friends and followers that probably just never see like the side of what i'm trying to say and that's why i always try to vocalize the pro-palestinian side of things just in case they never do because you just never know maybe they never do you know and, mm -hmm. and maybe you're you're like the one savior for like what they're seeing on their side of the media so yeah at the end of the day how do you feel about people that are silent about things like this on their social platforms like do you think that that's them just not caring do you think that that's them being scared of their safety or like their job situation yeah i mean it, it could be a little bit of everything yeah um i'm not here to like knock someone for not posting it because like you you don't know what's going on maybe them posting it is something that like they're gonna lose their job and now like like you don't care if they lost their job like to yeah. you it's like oh you should have said something but for them it's like yo like i need to fucking pay bills i need yeah. to do blah blah, blah. so like they could i don't be have i don't have the they could be educating them I, that's what i always say it's most important like how you were saying from like for like performative like posting some shit i think it's most important just know what's going on between you mm -hmm. because like i yesterday I, I was having a conversation with my friends and i was educating them about what's going on in real life in real time and that's more important than just them seeing some posts on social media, I think. Mm -hmm. You know, I think both are important. But I think if, you know, if somebody isn't posting something on social media, you have no idea what's going on. There may be, like, a whole thing that, like, we just don't even know about. But yeah. it is vital that you just know what's going on. This is one issue, and obviously this is the most important issue in the whole world right now. But I say this for, like, any sort of ongoing international issue or conflict, just, like, know what's happening like yeah. know what's happening in the world like, don't, don't be oblivious blindly yeah yeah that's what we always talk about like there are so many like social issues just issues in the world where like people are so quick to pick a side when they have no understanding of what's going mm -hmm. on whether it's like any sort of social issue i always try to do my due diligence of like looking into both sides and trying to understand where do i stand and israel boss and some that i've spent a lot of time looking um uh, spending a lot of time in both sides like a lot of time in both sides 
And I'm very happily, proudly, loudly pro-Boston. Yeah. And I've come to that because I try my best to be as knowledgeable as I am. So I think that's just, like, the most important thing. Yeah. Maybe we'll make a whole other episode of just, like, being a Muslim post 9-11, also during this climate, because it is very scary to be supporting causes like this, again, just because a lot of the world and a lot of institutions are backed up by mostly catholic or jewish you know non-muslim people Not so you know lives are very threatened especially people that wear hijab even Sikh people that yeah. wear turbans um you if you look outwardly brown or muslim it is very scary so maybe we'll talk about that in a whole other episode let us know if you do want us to make a whole thing about that yeah. but yeah at the end of the day do your own research mm-hmm. um just like share as much as you can but also think about your own safety and mm-hmm. your own where you are how you and look just stay, stay on top of things yeah you know. just know what's going on like and i maybe hot take i don't know but like look into the other side's media as well That's and true. and look into what not only what are they seeing but like what are they experiencing yeah just so like it's it's never safe to have a biased opinion about anything yeah you know even if it's very even if it's hurtful to you to l- look at what is happening on the other side try to empathize with the other side you have to for anything yeah i i always say that and and just also be more knowledgeable and educated and that's what like if you ever go into an argument with somebody from the other side like you can expect what they're gonna say yeah and and that's it's it's just safe to know that yeah it's just important to know that so all right so do we have any 10 second advice to end off our first ever episode of season three Damn, we can't cut out like the <laughs> the the blank part now, like what? the 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 time of us thinking about yeah. advice. Now you y'all can see and retell how much how much no, time. No, I'll cut thinks. it out still. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me go through the notes real quick. Hold on, hold on. You got anything in the meantime though? Stop paying like sixty dollars for vintage Levi's. Mm. I I hate this trend of like all these like L train vintage stores paying like oh vintage jeans only a hundred sixty five dollars right. for what it doesn't need to be that listen I don't care about all this vintage shit. oh my god it's two thousand two mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about all that go buy some eight dollar vintage jeans it's possible to find them Levi's jeans. it really is I'm gonna I'm gonna I drop found on it. listen I found- for the people that only listen this far that live in New York City urban jungle in Brooklyn. It's a gem. $8 jeans, $10 jeans, $12 jeans, $6 jeans. Go check it out. I found $15 vintage earrings from the, the 60s the other day. $15. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. So you got any advice or no? Yeah, my it. advice is stop falling for TikTok consumer trends Damn. for the things that you already don't have or don't need. Because there are a lot of products nowadays. Yeah, you know, a vanilla cream lip gloss. We got the rose-colored lip gloss. We got oh. this this certain name for this lip gloss and oh. this whatever. Right. It's the same thing, same thing. as that. Same thing. And you're just buying a whole yeah, other thing yeah, it's, it's because it's new, but it's literally the same thing, it's maybe a little different formulation, and it's like a year ahead yeah. of the same thing that you didn't finish before. Facts. So there are a lot of influencers nowadays trying to sell you stuff. Don't fall. Don't, don't fall, fall for, for it, it all the time. Listen, the people that live in the listen are difficult to sh- we're not followers, okay? We're we're trendsetters. <laughs> okay, we start trends. Yeah. People follow them. Not right. us though. But anyway, thank you thank so much. Thank you guys much. so much for listening to this. I hope y'all like this. I hope this looks good. Um 
if if there were some cuts we had some technical difficulties we're good we're good we made it through it's episode one we got forever to go we're just gonna keep get keep getting better thank y'all for listening subscribe like comment your favorite part mm-hmm. um follow us difficult to show everything we got a new logo we're gonna have clips tell mm-hmm. us we look good yeah me and Munir, Bahara, Labyrinth Ad, and we're good we're out We love you guys so much, and we'll see you next Friday.